Welcome to the Build Your Beautiful Business Podcast with your host, Julie C. Butler. If you're looking to build the business of your dreams, then this is the space you want to be in. Join Julie as she talks about ways that you can successfully scale your profitable dream business, one that will give you ultimate time freedom and the abundant lifestyle you deserve. Julie will take you by the hand, sharing with you her business savvy strategies as she chats it up with her favorite online entrepreneurs. You'll get a weekly dose of boosted confidence as you learn as they reveal their inside tips and tools that you need to start building a profitable dream business of your own, one that you'll love and that works for you on autopilot. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Today, we have with us Sarah Dew. Sarah is a certified master life coach, goal success coach, self-published author, and the founder of A Simple and Contented Life, the virtual coaching practice that helps mompreneurs take back their time, home, business, and selves so that they can thrive both at home and at work without feeling like they have to choose between the two your go-to simplicity coach. She is also a mom, a stepmom, a wife, an introvert, bookwork, and breast cancer survivor. When she's not helping her clients create the home life and business they know they deserve, you'll either find her in her favorite Starbucks curled up in a chair, book in one hand, hazelnut latte in the other, or attending to walk her somewhat lazy French bulldog. <laughs> Pups, Arthur, and Tiger Lily. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. Hey, I am super excited too. Thank you so much for having me on. And I'm really excited about talking about the things we're going to be talking about today. I know. I'm so excited too. And I feel like we've seen each other so much this week because we we recorded for the the, the BBB summit and now we're on for the the pop for a podcast. And also we met in a um in a group live expert panel in in a summit this week also. So I feel like we hung out a lot this week. We did, right? We've been hanging out a lot. <laughs> it's been good. <laughs> it's good though. It's good that times. Sarah and I have known each other for about three years, right? Like we Yeah, we, I think so. Yeah we came into each other's world in a program that we joined together um not at the same time but we found each other in this program and so and i just i love everything about you sarah you're you're such a kind and an authentic human being and and i love what you bring forward to um to your audience as well and i hope that the listeners today can take it at what you have to share all in because you're such a wealth of knowledge and i love that you're i love what you do so oh thank you <laughs> yeah welcome you're welcome but before we get started do you want to share a little bit about yourself yeah sure so I am a simplicity coach and the founder of a simple and contented life the online coaching practice that works with mompreneurs mostly of whom are coaches and course creators and online service providers helping them to take back their time their home their business and themselves so that they can restore the balance and thrive both at home and in their online businesses without feeling like they have to choose between the two. I do that mainly through my one-on-one coaching programs, my Coffee to Clarity sessions, and my monthly uh, Cafe Thrive membership, which is a, a library of on-demand masterclasses, workbooks and printables that is designed to help them take back control and create the life that they want for themselves and their family and the time that, a pace that suits them. 
I love that. I love that. And I love how you bring simplicity into all of this, because at the end of the day, I think that it's the key word for everything that we do is simplicity and keeping everything simple. And I just love when that we can learn to do things a simple way, because it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be complicated, right? Absolutely. There's so much tendency for us just as human nature to make things far more complicated than they need to be. Oh. And they don't. There is always a less stressful option for us to take. Yes. But it is it is tempting to just make things more complicated than they have to be. But as mm-hmm. a Libran, I am all about balance and simplicity. So I do what yes. I can all the time. And that's why um, my, my business is a simple and contented life and being a simplicity coach and sort of bridging the gap between work balance and life balance and home life and yeah, just marrying the two so that you can thrive in all areas of your life. I love it. Amazing, amazing. You know, I have another friend, Marissa Roberts. You know, do you know Marissa? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You should be on her podcast because she also is all about simplicity and she's also, uh, everything she teaches is around simplicity. So definitely, I, I'm like, you know, you guys need to hook up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you two girls are like, you know, showing us and leading the way for us to do things in the simplest possible way, which I love, love, love. Um, But okay, so let's get to the reason why you're here. And I'm excited because you're going to talk about five beliefs slash mantras to help you succeed in your business. I love that. So Let's just get going and I'll let you take the stage. Um, I'm, I have like some questions here to get mm-hmm. us going, but okay. I'm really, I can't wait to, to dive deep into this. So, okay. So first question, why is having mantras so powerful in helping us create a business and life that we love? Oh, I think um, in life and in business, especially in business, it's so easy to second guess ourselves and to doubt our capabilities, to feel like we we don't deserve the things that we want or to lack the confidence to put ourselves out there and make things happen and create the life that we want. And, you know, we can set all the goals, we can do the trainings, we can take all of the courses, but if we don't have the right mindset and it is going to be so hard for us to bring the results that we want, because that that icky mindset with all of the crappy thoughts and the beliefs that are holding us back, they they keep us stuck and they're going to keep us stuck unless we do something about it. And we turn those negative thoughts on their head. And, and I think that's where the mantras like the ones I'm going to share with you today come in because mindset is, is everything. And just like um, Henry Ford, one of my favorite quotes from him is whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. And it is so, I so love true. this quote. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, isn't it? And it just does yes. put it right down to it is that it is just mindset because it is amazing that when we have the right mindset, we really can accomplish anything that, that we put our minds to. And it's not easy to change our mindsets when we've we've spent so long being stuck in that mindset frame and that we're so used to having those negative thoughts all the time and doubting our capabilities that switching our mindset to one of positivity and believing in our capabilities isn't something that happens overnight. It takes time and it takes work. But Mm -hmm. if we have mantras like these, these five mantras that I'm going to share, and use those, they can really help us to get started on our journey. Yes, there's lots of other mindset work that we can do, but just having a few just basic mantras up our sleeve, then they can be a lot like our core values where they help us stay focused on what matters and they can put things into perspective and keep us in check. And they can often reassure us as well to give us that quick reality check and even even a confidence boost when we need it most. I love that. I love that. And and I think like all of us, and we all go through this, but wouldn't you agree that we overthink 
things way too much. I think maybe (laughs) maybe as women, we do this more, but Uh it's like, oh, stop overthinking it. Just do it. Right. And I mean, been there, done that. Right. Like we're all guilty of it, but now I'm, yeah, but now I'm more like, okay, yeah, no, I'm not going to overthink this. Just like, listen, what does your intuition tell you? Go with that. Go, Mm -hmm. just go do it. You know? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Cause our intuition and our gut feeling is always going to be right every single time. It's there for a reason. And like you say, the overthinking, it's easy to get into that trap of the overthinking and overthinking stuff to the point of then you just, you can't see the wood for the trees and Mm -hmm. you don't know what to do. And that's when all the second guessing starts coming in Mm -hmm. too. And that's why these mantras are so great because they do, they give you that reality check and just help you stay on the right path. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. And, um, yeah. So, so permission to stop overthinking things. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> That's your permission slip. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. I love it. I, I even try to say it like you with the accent. Stop it. <laughs> I love your accent. I could listen oh. to you talk all day. Brits and, and Aussies. Well, actually like everybody on the other side, cause, cause Irish and Ireland and Scottish, mm-hmm. I just love it all. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I love that. I do get that all the time. But I think it's the same when you're in the UK. You have the same about the Australian, the Canadian, and the American accents as well. So, I guess yeah. so, right? I was going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah, totally the same. <laughs> okay, next question. What is the first mantra that you'll take us through? Oh, you're going to take us through each of the five, right? But what's mm-hmm. the first mantra? Okay. Yep. The first is that um, I deserve the best. And we're going to dive into that in a second, but I want you to know that the great thing about these mantras is that they can be used in any area of your life, in your life and your business. And it's actually worth using them in both because then that's when it's super powerful because we we can think that we've got things separate and we've got work life separate and home life and family and friends and, you know, all the other bits and pieces, but actually everything fits together. And that's what I love so much about the whole simplistic thing and looking at it as one big picture and the balance and everything else is because when we're thriving at home, we're thriving at work. And when we're thriving at work, we're thriving at home. Mm -hmm. It all fits together. So using these mantras to our advantage in all areas of our life is that's when they become super powerful. And so the the mantras, these are all ones that I use personally, that they're the ones for me. And that's the reason why I want to share them today is that they're the ones that I've personally used over the last few years to help me thrive. And I use them with my coaching clients as well so that they can reap the power of them too. So give them a try and you will see just how powerful they are. So the first one, like I said, is I deserve the best. Have have you ever felt that feeling of loneliness, of unworthiness and the thoughts and feelings that you don't deserve things? And who am I to have this? And I'm not that special. I don't get to have this. Why should it be mine? You, I definitely have. So I'm pretty sure you must have done as well, Julie, right? Oh, We've yes. I think, I think oh, yes. I think that this is one that we all feel. And I, I think also it's going to creep up on us at every level of our business and life because we get to, we get to the next phase and then the little voices come in again. And then we, we don't feel the worthiness or, or sometimes it's like we have the imposter, imposter syndrome, oh, right? Yes. Like, and yep. all that can creep up. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah. Then that's the thing is that we all have those thoughts 
day in, day out, and probably 90, you know, most of the time during every single day, especially when we're trying to build our dream businesses as well. Because as entrepreneurs, nine times out of 10, we, we create the business because it's something that we're passionate about. And it's something that we feel that we're called to do and something that we want to help others with. And we can feel that from that, that we're meant for more, but our, and that's just often that our successes are just around the corner, but it can be hard to feel like we deserve it because we get that like kick of like, who am I? And the imposter syndrome and everything else that creeps up and causes us to doubt of, you know, we're stepping out. And a lot of times, especially with us in the online world is a lot of our friends in real life don't understand what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's difficult to actually share that with them and them to understand what it is that we're doing and why we want to, to do what we're doing. But with this mantra, the thing is we are worthy and we deserve to have everything that we desire. And it's Mm -hmm. super empowering when you start taking this mantra on board because you realize that you do deserve success. We do deserve abundance. We do deserve to be and feel rich both as a person and with our bank balances. Um, Elise McDowell from uh, um, House of Brazen, she says that it's our birthright to have what we want, Mm -hmm. to be joyful wealthy and have abundance and I absolutely I love that I love it so much but it can be hard to feel that way especially when we're trying to build a business from scratch and we're stepping out and we're breaking away from the norms of beliefs that have been put upon us when we were growing up and through childhood and all of that and that we're doing something different and stepping out um but the thing is, when we give ourselves permission to do that and that we repeatedly tell ourselves that we are worthy, that we are deserving, we start to believe it because it's true. We are worthy and we do believe it. And then when we believe that, that's when everything changes. And that was certainly the case for me with my business. It took me a long time for feelings of you know unworthiness and who am I to do all of this, all of the imposter syndrome stuff and everything else. But once I started taking this mantra on board, it made a massive difference. And again, it's all back to that mindset stuff. That if you believe that you're capable, if you believe that you're worthy, you are capable and you are worthy. So that is mm-hmm. that's definitely my my favorite one to and mm-hmm. then one to start off with. Yeah, I love it. And you know what? It, it, and it's really true, like going back to what you were talking about, about us like not feeling worthy and when we start our business and stuff like that. And I think that the the, the worst thing we can do, and I think we all do it, um, I know I did, is I, you know, I signed up for all the people's email, uh, email, like email lists, and mm-hmm. I followed all of them on social media. And I was, I got caught in the game of comparison and FOMO, right? Yeah. And, and so what happened is that I wasn't going anywhere, because I wasn't giving myself permission to be myself and to show mm-hmm. up as like the way I want to show up. Instead, I was in my head, overthinking, oh, should I do it? This way, should I do it that way? Oh, that's good. Maybe I should do that. And you know, I was watching everybody. I was, I was like checking out all the emails, and it was not serving me. And so, the moment that I decided, the moment that I unsubscribed to all of the email, especially the people who do something similar to you, it's the mm-hmm. worst thing. Yes. Sign up for the emails if you want to be inspired, but if you're finding yourself comparing yourself and and having FOMO of, oh, if you don't do it that way, you're not going to be as successful. It's, it's, it's a, like a business killer, like, and then, and then we don't show up. We don't do the things because we, we don't know if we should be doing it this way or that way. And so I wasn't showing up and my business wasn't growing. Mm -hmm. And so the day that I decided, you know what, Uh, enough of this, 
I, this is how I want to be. Uh, this is how I want to show up. This is how I want to write my emails. And this is how I want to post on social media. I unsubscribe to everything that did not serve me, that did not like anything that I am not like specifically interested in right now. Like, like if I'm interested in like a program or something, I may like sign up for the email just to, to get the, the, you know, get into their world a little bit. And then same with social media. Like I, I follow, I have some biz besties that I follow and then I follow the only people I follow, the only mentors or coaches that I follow are people that I am interested in, you know, per, perhaps working further with them soon or in the future. That is it. And mm -hmm. that allowed me to propel, it propelled me into who I am today. It's like, a, it was an instant permission slip to be my own authentic self and stop looking at what everybody else is doing and just do your thing. And then it becomes so much more easier to say, I deserve the best. I am worthy and I'm going to get it. Oh, yes. I absolutely love that so much. <laughs> it's so spot on. And it is that when you're comparing yourself to everybody else, especially if it's somebody who is a little bit further down the line than you are, mm -hmm. but you want to be where they are, but they're rocking it and you just start, that's when you start guessing at yourself and starting to feel like you just, there's no way I can do that. And who am I to do that? And then the imposter syndrome kicks back in and everything else. And you do, you stop being authentic to yourself because you start thinking, well, maybe it's working for them. So I'm going to try it. Yes. But yeah. it's different for everybody. And you've got to hone in and just be and not be afraid of being who you are because the mm -hmm. real people that your real followers, your real tribe, the real ideal clients when you are you, they will resonate with you and they will connect with you and they yes, will work with you. That's exactly it. And and just the universe has your back and mm -hmm. you're going to see like magic is going to start happening when you when you tap into your, your gifts and stop comparing yourself to others. Now, I'm not like, of course, we should learn how to do things, right? But that's yeah. different. That's mm -hmm. different. And then that's not what we're talking about today. But <laughs> but I just want to put <laughs> it out there that it's okay to learn how to do the things. Just, uh -huh. don't, just don't compare yourself to other professionals. Because guess what? Who I am today and how I am today, how I show up and how like I have my business set up and whatever, it took years for me mm -hmm. to get here, right? It took years and I probably could have gotten here faster if I figured out not to compare myself and to, you know, have that FOMO and, but whatever. Yeah. Trust the process, totally. enjoy the journey, right? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mantra number two. Okay. Mantra number two is that I believe that failure is a learning tool. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> Man, this, <laughs> this was a huge mindset shift for me. Because one of the reasons that we don't take action both in life and our businesses is that we have a fear of failure and it's only natural. It's perfectly normal. It's back to caveman days where our minds and our monkey minds were trying to keep us safe and everything else. And now these days, it's just a, a fear of failure. There's not bears coming into the, cave, into the caves and stuff. It's actually like the fear of failure and judgment. It's the fear of getting it wrong, of, of messing up, falling flat on our face and looking like an idiot. And that can be a pretty scary feeling. And it can be really debilitating too and so because of that we tend to stay where it's safe which is not surprising because if we want to succeed in our businesses we have to be visible we have to put ourselves out there and we have to share ourselves and our gifts and ideas and offerings with the world but 
But by doing that, we're being vulnerable and we are deliberately making ourselves vulnerable. And then what if we fail when we do do that? We are opening ourselves up to judgment, to criticism and to showing all those negative Nancy's and naysayers that we were right because we don't have what it takes and that we are indeed a big fat failure after all. But what if we reframe that? What if we use this mantra of failure being a learning tool? What if we saw it as a way of discovering our path of success and seeing it as an experiment of figuring out what's right and wrong and how to do something and how not to do something? When we we reframe that, that thought process of failure, we get to take the power back and we get to be calling the shots again. And no matter what we get wrong, what doesn't go as planned, what we get wrong, there is always a lesson to be learned from it and a lesson that we can take and then use to go forward of what's next. And um, Thomas Edison, when he did the light bulb, you know, trying to come up with all the different ways to do the light bulb, was it 900 and something or 9,000 something ways that, that he didn't do that? Imagine if he had stopped that one time before it actually worked. He saw failure as a learning tool and he kept going and he refined it by knowing what did and didn't work and tweaking it until he got right. And now instead of us all sitting in darkness, look what happened. There are light bulbs everywhere. So (laughs) (laughs) we can't live without it. (laughs) No, indeed. But imagine if he'd stopped and he'd seen it as a failure instead of learning. We would be in a very different place right now. Oh, yes. Another good example is um, one of my favorite games. And one of my favorite ways of chilling out is playing Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation with my youngest. And I, Oh my gosh, I had the Crash Bandicoot when it came out first 20 years ago. So I've been playing it forever. But it's a great <laughs> I example. Did not, I did not know that you were I the gamer. Know. <laughs> <laughs> the things we learn. I know, right? Um, but yeah, we play that a lot. But it's great example in there because if you've never played it before, it's a ton of different levels. And each time you level it up and and you have to, if you get extra gems and extra rewards, if you go through and you you do it without dying or you manage to collect so many apples and all that sort of stuff. But, like Super Mario. <laughs> yes, it's just like Super Mario. I love those games, but they are yeah. perfect examples of, you know, using failure as a learning tool because if after enough practice and learning when you need to time the jump and when you need to jump up and catch the, you know, kill off one of the enemies, you get further through the level and eventually you get to the end of the level without dying and you get that extra gem. But that is leveling up and that is learning from your mistakes and taking it as a lesson. And it's exactly the same in life and business. And you can imagine it as a Crash Bandicoot game or a Super Mario Brothers game, but it's exactly the same principle. And eventually you refine, you tweak, you learn and you crush that those levels and mm-hmm. you crush those boss levels. So if you're struggling with the thought of like, okay, yeah, that's all very well saying that failure is a learning tool, but how am I going to do that? Because I always feel like it's failing and I judge myself and I criticize myself and bring myself down. That use it to a bit, let yourself fail and practice it. The two ways that you can conquer it is one, letting yourself fail and as in like little small fails and building up over time and taking bigger and bigger risks and allowing yourself to dip your toes in stepping outside of your comfort zone and and having a go at things but where it still feels relatively safe and then one of the other things I love suggesting that I always see great wins from with my coaching clients is keeping a wins journal to help them build that what I call the evidence stack so that every time you do something that is great or something you've accomplished that you didn't think that you could do is write it in your wins journal and it can be a big thing it can be a really tiny small thing it doesn't matter but if you put it in your wins journal and build that evidence stack anytime you're struggling and feeling like you can come up against you know something that you're going to fail you can pull out that journal and you can read through it and have everything in there that is your evidence to feel that actually I'm a little bit nervous right now It might not go as planned, but do you know what? Look at all the things I've accomplished that I didn't think I can do. I have got this. And it's just a great way of of 
taking that first step and just allowing uh-huh. yourself to dive in and, and throw yourself into for you know permission to fail a little bit and you know what it's an experiment it doesn't matter I'm going to learn something from it mm-hmm. and there's gifts in every I don't like to call them failures I call mm-hmm. them lessons yeah. um you know like it's it's to teach us something so mm-hmm. let's look back and see what did I learn from this because it's it's put on our path for us to become who we are meant to become, right? And yeah. you're right, nothing happens in our zone of comfortable and in, in our zone of comfort. We have to get out of that bubble like Super Mario yes. and go into <laughs> go into the fire and kill that dragon or whatever it is at the end, right? Like yeah. we just per, we we um uh not perceive, but we uh we per uh oh my god, I'm having a blank right now. We pursue, no, we persevere. (laughs) Persevere, yes. Yes, persevere. But all it takes is 30 seconds of courage, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. To move into that zone of uncomfortableness. And it's amazing the magic that happens in that new zone. So instead of, instead of, you know, fearing the uncomfortable zone, we should be excited about it because mm-hmm. there is magic. And I'm sure that, you know, you can speak to this as well, but I'm sure that all the people who are where they are, who you aspire to be, have have gone into and jumped into that uncomfortable, unknown zone and have experienced magical things. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I love that word magic. Definitely. And then mm-hmm. it's totally right, because before we go and take that leap and we have all of the butterflies and the fears and the fear of failure and everything else. And that moment where you know you're going to step out of your comfort zone, it's so tempting to say, no, I'm not going to do that. It's scary. I'm going to stay where it's safe. Yes. Well, it's actually, the, exactly. But the game, when you do take that step, it's actually the one you'll look back and think, oh, actually, do you know what? That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But usually get you you get those butterflies and that fear of stepping out because it's just before you take that magic happening that is a good sign that something amazing Mm -hmm. is about to happen so yeah dive in and throw yourself into the flames and just see how amazing it is the other side yeah I love it we interrupt this episode to share with you something really exciting are you a solopreneur looking for the ultimate roadmap with all the pieces that you need to successfully scale a profitable business one that will give you the freedom and abundant lifestyle that you deserve, then register today for the free Build Your Beautiful Business Online Summit. This is the only summit of its kind that brings you over 35 experts that will inspire you to get unstuck and gain the confidence that you need to finally build the business you've always dreamed about. This summit is filled with so many actionable strategies that will take you from feeling overwhelmed and stuck to becoming proud and confident and authentically showing up as yourself and sharing your amazing gifts with the world. No more spending all that time downloading all those free PDFs, just trying to piecemeal your business together and getting nowhere. By the end of this event, you're going to be able to take exactly what you've learned from each one of these amazing experts and create your own customized plan to build your beautiful dream business. One that is abundantly profitable and also works on autopilot for you. And yes, it's 100% free. So register now for free at www.beautifulbusinesssummit.com or click on the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. I love it. Okay, number three. (laughs) Number three is I can't do everything and that is okay. 
there is so much that we can do we are capable of so many amazing things but when we are running a business especially and just general life and the stuff around the home and being a mum but generally but especially with businesses it's tempting to want to do everything ourselves. especially when we're just (laughs) starting out right (laughs) because we but but also the thing is with me is that I love doing a lot of the things I know right (laughs) (laughs) so I'm finding myself like I'm you know I'm a tech nerd I love working in Thrivecart and making everything pretty and and you know but oh I have to let go a little bit and so now I'm I'm allowing myself I'm like okay I'll create one and then I'll let my VA do the rest Mm -hmm. right so I'm 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 getting there. I'm getting there. But like, I love doing that stuff. That's where I'm the most comfortable, you know, hiding behind my computer, doing all the techie stuff, automations and systems and everything. That's, that's my zone. (laughs) Yeah, that's when you have got something you're so passionate and love doing, it is tempting to want to, to be able to do it all. And especially in the early days of business as well, when you may not have the funds to start out, and and we are having to do everything, you know, we're having to be Mm -hmm. our photographer, our editor, our marketer, and everything else, because we don't have the funds and we're just starting out and and you know we have we're not able to hire a VA or a team or anything like that but the reality is that we cannot do it all nor do we need to and it's okay too we think sometimes that we shouldn't be asking for help and that it's a sign of weakness and that we're not capable or we can't do it by by reaching out but actually it's it's not it's it's smart it's not stupid and it's not a bad thing to be asking for help smart people ask for help Mm -hmm. and trying to be everywhere trying to do all the things all the time is just overwhelming and stressful and sooner or later we find ourselves running and spinning in circles and everywhere we're just going to end up feeling exhausted and stressed and burnt out but when we adopt this mantra and we know and tell ourselves that we cannot do it all that we don't need to that it's okay not to do everything giving ourselves the permission to free us from that is incredibly freeing and it frees us from the burden of the pressure of doing all the things and thinking that we have to do all the things and to be everywhere and that frees us up to give us time to focus on the things that matter most it frees us up so that we can pour our energies into the things that we are truly good at and the things that are going to move the needle forward in our businesses mm-hmm. I love it so how do we I put that it. into practice yeah. <laughs> so we're only saying that we don't need to do it all that's fine but my to-do list is still sitting there so how do we put it into practice first pick the things that make the most sense for you to focus on right now in your business what is the simplest back to simplicity what is the simplest the easiest path for you to take social media you don't have to be we don't have to be on all of the social platforms just pick one or two and focus on those we don't need to launch that course and run a live group program and host webinars and have a YouTube channel and a podcast all at the same time if we don't want to. If we want to, we can do it. That's great. But if you're feeling stressed and burnt out, just look at all of the different things you're trying to do all at once. We don't need to do that. And then also look at what season you're in right now and what makes the most sense and focus on that. We can always add more to our plates later when we have the time and capacity for it. The second thing is to outsource what you can. And I'm not saying that we need to start creating a team or hiring VAs, but take advantage of things that are around us that we can use to our advantage that makes things easier and cuts the time down for things that we need to spend doing. So for example, like using templates for your website or your social media Mm -hmm. are great. Stock photography, you can get packs of email copy templates, even blog post templates, all sorts of things that you can 
buy in and they could be you know they're relatively cheap they're not a lot of money and certainly cheaper than a VA or having a team but Mm -hmm. that small investment makes a massive difference and then you can take all of those templates all those email copies and you can tweak them and adjust them to suit your business's Mm -hmm. needs. I love that. I love that. And there's so many, there's templates for everything now, Mm -hmm. right? And starting a lot of these things from scratch makes zero sense. And we can get like templates for Canva, for everything Canva imaginable. We can get website templates. We can get like checkout page templates. We can get stock photo images, like you mentioned. And then also uh, we can even get swipe copy templates, right? And we can get that for reasonably priced. And then you just kind of like, you know, change the words, but it's like the skeleton is there for you and you can just go make it your own. So like for me, like, I don't, I don't write emails from scratch. No, (laughs) I have like like this week, this week, as we're recording this, I'm, I'm promoting, I'm, I'm pre-selling. I just launched my Thrivecart checkout templates. And there is no way I was going to write sales emails for that from scratch. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm good, but I'm not that good. So I have a swipe copy that I purchased um, that I used and it was five emails, five sales emails. And I literally, it took me less than an hour to create five sales emails to promote and sell and launch my Thrivecart templates, like easy peasy done, right? I sat down, I took the templates, I changed the words, put in like, and it's even in it's even it's even written like put here you know the the, how this is going to help them right Mm -hmm. like so easy Mm -hmm. yeah oops yeah (laughs) it just takes away all the hard work doesn't it and second guessing of what you need to do it speeds up the process you're more efficient you're not missing bits because somebody's already done the hard work figuring out what the chain of of events should be for Mm -hmm. you and then when you've done it once and you go to do it again you just rinse and repeat and it makes life so much easier rinse and and repeat it all counts as outsourcing. We can mm-hmm. think outsourcing as VAs, but there's so much more than that that we can use to our advantage. So definitely mm-hmm. take a look at what you've got going on in your business and ask yourself what you can outsource. And take a look at what you can outsource at home as well to make life simpler and easier to mm-hmm. manage. Hey, if you've got teenage kids at home, put them to work. I do with my boys. They've got a list of tasks that they do each weekend. And I get to sit there with my cup of coffee on a Saturday morning while they're doing the housework for me. And it's amazing. <laughs> Oh my God. Like getting my kids to do housework. is like pulling teeth. My God. (laughs) Now I'm like, no girlfriend. You don't see your girlfriend if you don't clean the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh yes, definitely. And it is amazing (laughs) when you adopt this mantra of that, you don't have to do it all. And that's okay. It is amazing how much freer and less stressed you feel, especially if you add that. And that's okay at the end, because you can think about that. I I don't have to do it all, but then that can start bringing up all kinds of feelings of guilt and maybe I should Mm -hmm. be and all I'm not giving things the attention they deserve or I'm neglecting something or something else but if you add that with the and it's okay that reinforces and gives you the permission yes. to know yes. that it's okay I love it I love it cool number four mantra four is good things take time wow <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's hard to believe that uh-huh. It really right. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially with these days with modern tech and everything that is at our fingertips at a touch of a button or the hollow of an Alexa that we have become such an impatient society as a whole. And we haven't done it intentionally. We haven't meant to. It's just that everything is at our fingertips now. And because it's that instant, 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 we expect that with everything else in our lives as well, including what we're working on in our businesses. We want results and we want them now. Mm-hmm. But 
that has stopped us from remembering that good things take time. It takes time for things to get started. It takes time for us to figure out what we want and what we're going to offer and what direction we want our businesses to take. And never mind actually then putting in the work to help it develop and sow that seed and let things grow. And it is just like the planting of the seeds. We don't put seeds in the garden one afternoon, wake up in the morning and we've got a beautiful flower bed to look at. It doesn't work that way. And, you know, creating the business and the life we want, it takes time, but it's totally, totally worth it. We can push and push and push and we can get frustrated that we're not seeing the results that we want. And it can be super frustrating because we just think, well, I'm doing all this. Why hasn't it happened yet? Mm -hmm. But and it can make us start to feel like it's not working and that's when we start to think that we want to throw in the towel because we start thinking again second guessing ourselves and what am I doing wrong what's the magic secret here what am I missing what I'm clearly missing something here and we just think stuff it I'm gonna give up and go and watch Netflix but the trouble with all of that is that all of that pushing just makes us it makes us think that we're it's just work and that we're just working 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 and it turns that passion and that thing we have with our business and the real core reason of why we started it because we were super passionate about something and wanted to help you know people that ideal clients it's it takes away all the pleasure from that and it makes it feel like a chore and then when our businesses start to feel like a chore we start to feel what is the point and then that's when we just start to think about actually is this the right thing for me Mm -hmm. but if we go back and then we look at that mantra and we take that good things take time mantra again back to us it stops that fun being removed from it it stops that thing that we once love end up hating and resenting it it reminds us that okay, we might not be where we want to be right now, but let me just stop for a moment. Let me look back and see how far I've come. Let me see and just give myself credit for all of the things that I have learned, all of the things that I am doing now that two or three years ago, I would never have imagined that I was doing. And we're so busy sometimes looking forward at all of the things that we haven't yet achieved or that we haven't Mm -hmm. yet accomplished, that we forget to think about the journey that we've already come and the things that we have built and grown so far. The yeah, the best recipe for creating what we want and the business that we want is working hard and taking actions and, and pushing so things take off. But we also need to remind ourselves that good things take time. And again, that it's okay. And that we need to remember to pace ourselves, to pace our expectations and to enjoy the journey. Because otherwise, what is the point? There is no point doing our businesses and doing the things that we're doing if we're not enjoying the journey. Mm-hmm. And by using that mantra of good things take time, it it acts as that perfect reminder. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, it does really take time. Nobody becomes a millionaire overnight, you know? And I mean, okay, yes, maybe there's a couple of people that just, whatever, <laughs> you know, cause that happens. There's that 1%, but for the majority of people, the people you follow, the people who are, you know, where you want to be, they didn't get there overnight. It took time. You know, they did all the things you're doing now at the beginning of their businesses to grow, get out there, be known, you know, have the authority and, and, you know, all the things that come along with success, whatever that looks like for you, they were all, they all started where you are. And also if you're kind of like, okay, well, I've been at this for a few years and you're still not where you want to be. I don't know if we ever are, but, um, you know, also they were there too. They were also in the middle and the middle gets messy, right? The middle can get messy. Like it's not a straight line up and there's no, 
I'm not going to say there's no secret or magic recipe because there is a little bit and the recipe and the, or the magic happens when you do these things that Sarah's talking about, when you follow these mantras, when you get outside of your comfortable zone, when you go out and do, you know, you go be uncomfortable. That, that is to me, the magic sauce, because that's when things start happening for you. When you stop you know, comparing yourself when you, when you start moving into that, that zone of uncomfortableness, right? That's where Mm -hmm. really the magic can happen. So, but it really does take time. Don't get discouraged and certainly don't quit. Don't quit your dream because you will get there. There's no choice, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do not quit your dream. And I think a great like sub mantra to add to this one is that so you've got the good things take time. And I am right where I need to be right now is a Mm -hmm. great way to is a a great sub mantra to that as well, because you when we're, we're first starting out in our businesses and we're looking at what we want to do, it takes time for us to figure out what we like talking about, what we like working on, who we like working with. Mm-hmm. And that, that you know, grows and refines as we as, as time goes on and we hone in on what it is that we want to do. And you can feel sometimes that you're judging yourself that you haven't done X, Y and Z yet or you want to do that, but you haven't done it yet. But it is all part of the process of good things that take time. And, and you know, a good example of this, Julian, I've talked before about me and my starting my podcast and I have been contemplating it, thinking about it, thinking I should do it for the best part of four or five years. And I haven't done it yet, but <laughs> and. I probably should have, but now feels like the right time for me. And it's something yes. that I'm looking at doing in the future. And if I had judged myself over that, that good things take time and feel bad that I haven't done it, I'm never going to start it because then I'm just going to think, what's the point? But now it's taken me in my business the five years to figure out who I want to serve, who I love serving and working with the most, refining my message and you know what I want to offer and everything else that if I had started my podcast back then because I thought I should have done it it would not be what I would what it would be now it would be totally Mm -hmm. different because now I feel ready and I think that sub mantra of I'm right where I need to be right now is a great add-on to that because that's that's a really good prime example I love it okay number five that's number probably, five. What's number five, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe saving the best for last, or certainly the one that I needed to learn the most is that there is no such thing as perfect. Ever. Oh boy. <laughs> ever, ever. <laughs> oh boy, did I need to learn this one hard. I am an absolute recovering perfectionist. Apps, type A, everything to the letter. I have had to take in life generally, but especially once I started the business was that I had to take this massive journey of learning how to overcome my battle with perfectionism in order so that I could actually start taking action and start thriving in my business. It's taken me such a long time, just like overcoming my fear of visibility and imposter syndrome, so many different things that I had to work through that this perfectionism, and I think they're probably all tied together some way or another as well, but it took me the best part of the first four years of my business to learn to let go of that need for everything to be perfect because it really it really was holding me back in just so so many ways either I would create something and think it wasn't good enough so I wouldn't then put it out there or if I thought that I couldn't do it perfectly I just would not do it at all and it was absolutely crazy because not only was it you know, setting myself, I was setting myself unrealistic high expectations that there was absolutely no way that I was going to live up to. 
but I would still beat myself up that I wasn't achieving it. And though I was being a disservice to myself and a disservice to my clients because I was holding back the things that I could share with them. And, and I think that is a huge thing that if we're not putting stuff out there, we are deserving the people that are waiting to hear from us, mm-hmm. the people that are waiting for our help. And, you know, despite what I still sometimes think, what I still tell myself daily and probably every hour and I have to battle with things don't have to be perfect before we share them with the world mm-hmm. and there is no such thing as perfect anyways it doesn't exist because it's something that we are constantly striving to achieve and we will never get there because as soon as we think we've hit perfect there's something else to add to it or things change and it's there is just never going to be something it just doesn't exist and I think b minus work is more than fine which for somebody as a Hermione Granger like I am is pretty hard to a pill to swallow because I want you know if I don't get you know 99% on a test I'm really yeah. happy <laughs> exactly <laughs> bad but it is far better to put something out there that you can tweak and refine later rather than never ever putting it out there at all and my favorite part about this online world, which also took me a long time to realize and give myself permission to do, is that you can change everything online. You can, it can be changed, it can be updated, it can be deleted, it can be republished, you can do and tweak to your heart's content. But you can't do that if you haven't already put it out there. We can update those web pages, those blog posts, the modules or sessions in our courses and our coaching programs. We can change it all, but if we haven't put it out there to start with, There's nothing out there for our clients and our customers to use and our community to use. And there's nothing for us to tweak and refine and make even better later. It's a pretty amazing feeling when you realize that you can do that and you have control over that. And so if you struggle with perfectionism like I do, this mantra is for you. Next time it raises its head, tell yourself there is no such thing as perfect, that done is better than perfect. Aim for progress over perfection and go for that B minus work. Put it out there. Yes. Yes. Put it out there. I always say, get it to good enough. Yes. Get it to good enough because you can come back to it and tweak it and refine it and finesse it after. Get it to good enough and get it out there because people are waiting. Um, I love that because I think that a lot of us get stuck in that place and we think that things need to be perfect in order to share them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't even need a sales page to sell your thing. <laughs> like, like just put it on social media. Hey, I'm starting this. This is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to include. Who wants, right? Yeah, Send me a exactly. DM, whatever. Like you really, it really doesn't have to be perfect. Just make those offers you can finesse and tweak and, and, you know, perfect after, but also I think that perfect, perfect or perfection, everybody's definition of that is different. Mm -hmm. And I certainly, when I'm looking at something, an offer that's been put out there that I'm interested in and whatever, that is not what comes to my mind. I do not care how it was showed to me, how it was shared with me, how it's offered to me, right? What matters to me is the transformation that I'm going to get if I purchase that product offer, coaching, whatever the case might be. It's not what it looks like on the back end, right? And so that's so important to remember that people don't care. Uh, Yes. Okay. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I definitely like having a beautiful brand and beautiful brand style, beautiful website, but that came with time. Mm -hmm. And, but at the end of the day, people don't care about what your things look like. They care about how you can fix their problem. So get your offers out there, most importantly, right? Yes, 
Um, yeah. So they just want to know how you can help them. And if you're the person, exactly. give them the exactly. things that they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You can make it pretty after you can yeah. make it pretty and all that <laughs> stuff after. <laughs> and or same with the copy, right? Like just get it out there. You can find, you can finesse and tweak the copy after the messaging. Like that comes with time. Like my program is almost two and a half years old. I'm still finessing the copy, Mm -hmm. right? Because new downloads come through and, or I learn something different or whatever. And we're forever sometimes finessing and tweaking because we evolve as people or skills develop. Like we get, you know, or we hire a copywriter, whatever. Right. So it's okay to know that we're going to be tweaking this some more later on. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Again, it's incredibly freeing, just like all the others, isn't it? Yeah. It's just freeing (laughs) yourself from that pressure. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's go through those five again once more, just time to recap. And then you have an awesome free guide for us. So I want to talk about that. I do. Yeah. Okay. So mantra number one is I deserve the best. Mm -hmm. Mantra number two, I believe that failure is a learning tool. Mantra three is I can't do everything. And that is okay. Mantra four, good things take time. Mantra five is there is no such thing as perfect. So how do we actually use all of those mantras and keep them front of mind so that they work for us? Hey, I've got a few ways that you can do this and a few ways that I love sharing with my coaching clients that they found super powerful as well. So mm-hmm. give these a go because it's all very well just having those at the back of your mind. But if you're not using them every day, they're not going to work for you. So first, you can use them as positive affirmations. Tell yourself that you deserve the best, that you are worthy and that you deserve what you desire every single day. Put your hand on your heart, close your eyes, say it out loud and feel it. Second is write them down, put them somewhere where you can see them, whether it is on your wall or on your fridge door in the kitchen, make them the screensavers for your PC and your home, write them in your planner, display them somewhere where you can see them every single day so that they stay front of mind. Third is use them to help catch yourself whenever you're starting to feel yourself floundering or struggling or you're doubting yourself. Use them as reminders to help you take action and keep following through on your goals. Fourth is apply them. Don't just say them in your head, actually apply them into the day-to-day of what you're doing. When you feel like you have failed, ask yourself what your biggest lesson was so that you can apply it moving forward. Whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, ask yourself what's causing that overwhelm in life and business and what you can let go of or outsource. When you're feeling frustrated that things aren't quite going or moving as fast as you would like them to, remind yourself that good things take time. And when you're battling with the need to make something perfect, remind yourself that done is better than perfect, that there is just go and hit that publish button or that send button. And then lastly, use them as journal prompts to help you check in with your goals and see where you're at. What went great? What made me feel worthy this week and month? What didn't go so great this week and month? What did I learn from it? What did I give myself permission to let go of or not do this week or month? And when did I go for done is better than perfect to put something out there? And then when you've done that, celebrate your wins because it's completely powerful. And that celebrating your wins part helps to complete the the cycle in the circle because then you're reinforcing those those achievements to yourself and showing yourself back to square one that yes, I'm worthy and I can do this. So take those mantras and use them every single day and use those tips to apply and you really will be amazed at how powerful they are they really can help you create that business and life that you are striving to achieve and you want to achieve I love it love it <laughs> that was a good recap wow you're good awesome. <laughs> so yeah I have got a free gift for you all it is my dream maker to action taker guide and it's packed with 16 
simple because I'm all about simplicity and keeping it simple, but they're simple but hugely powerful strategies that I usually only share with my one-on-one clients, but they will help you to not only dive in and take those first steps of whatever you're working on, but finish what you start too so that you can hit that ground running and the, the hit the finish line every single time and create that beautiful business that you keep dreaming about and you know that you deserve. Consider it your toolkit for success anytime you feel like you've hit a wall and you need a little bit of a help pushing past the fears and resistance that are holding you back. And you'll find the link for that. I think Julie's going to put it in the show notes for you. Yes, I will. So <laughs> Amazing. Oh, <grab> <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah, that's been so good. Like, wow, this, this episode is going to be like, it's epic. Like, it's so, <laughs> so good and so juicy. I think that we talked about so many good things. So thank you so much for being here and, and talking about this topic. And um, But if you're listening and you want to know more about Sarah, where can we find you? What's the, how can we work with you? Where can we find you? What's the bit, where's the best place to find Sarah? Yeah, I would love that. I would absolutely love to hear from you all and to know what your biggest takeaways and what your favorite mantra is as well, which one you're going to use or which one jumped out the most for you that's going to help you the most. I would love mm-hmm. to know that. You can find me over on Instagram at a simple and contented life. That is my favorite place to hang out. But you can also find me at um, Facebook there on the same at Simple Contented Life too. And if you head to a simpleandcontentedlife.com, that is my website where you will find all of the different ways to work with me, including my membership Cafe Thrive and my Coffee to Clarity sessions and my one-on-one coaching programs. I love it. And your membership, like, first of all, the name is awesome, right? <laughs> Cafe Thrive. I, I want to join it just because the name is cool. Right. Um, yeah. And also, also, it's only like, what is it? $9 a month? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's the low ticket one. It's $9 a month, but yeah. inside it is, I think there's like 18 different masterclasses in there at the moment exactly. that you can watch on demand with workbooks to go with them so that you can take action. There's mm-hmm. planners and printables and all of the, um, the, the, all the different workshops, your things like reset your life, take back your time, rock your routines, uh, you first, love yourself more. There's all kinds of different things in there to help you grow in confidence, to restore the balance, to take back control and just really honestly start thriving in every single area of your life. Amazing. So yeah, if that sounds like something, definitely come and come and check that out too. That would be great. Awesome. So I'll put all that stuff in the show notes Yay. for you if you're listening. <laughs> and if you're interested, because Sarah is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that is it for our episode today. Thank you so much for being on the show, Sarah. It's been so great chatting with you again. And I love it because every time we talk or do a training or something, it's different. And I love that because you have such a a wealth of knowledge. Oh, thank you. It's been super, super fun. I could honestly talk about this with you all day. So yeah, it's been great. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's beer time. It's Friday, right? And it's it's 9.30. I mean, it's 10.30 now a.m. for me, but I know it's afternoon for almost quitting time. It is. It's half past three here for me. So my youngest is during from school any moment. And then I think we're actually heading off out to uh, Starbucks for our little afternoon together. Oh, fun. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Sarah. It's been so great. And if you are listening and you love this episode, please make sure to um, to rate and review the podcast. Um, okay. Well, I'll I'll talk to I'll see you or I'll talk to you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Build Your Beautiful Business podcast. If you did, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Julie's included a link in the shows to make it nice and easy for you. And if you want to create a beautiful, profitable business of your own, make sure to go unlock your access 
to Julie's six must-have resources for female entrepreneurs. These resources will help you build and grow your business with simplicity and ease. You can find them at juliecbutler.com forward slash freebie vault. We'll see you in the next episode.